Today on the Inside Scoop, Michigan is red hot on the recruiting trail and the results are starting to show and there could be more on the way. But to be fair and balanced here at the Inside Scoop, we'll check on their counterpart, Ohio State, to see who's trending toward the Buckeyes as well. And then we'll talk some Oklahoma Sooners recruiting. But let's start in Ann Arbor. Michigan's commitment drought is officially over. The Wolverines landed a pledge on Tuesday night from top 100 four-star running back Jordan Marshall out of Moeller High School in Cincinnati, Ohio. Not only does this spark some excitement on Michigan message boards in March, but this also could signify a shift in the power at the top of the Big Ten. Marshall was a battleground recruitment. This is an Ohio State-Michigan battle over a top prospect in the state of Ohio. Michigan hasn't come out on top many times since Harbaugh took over Big Blue, but moving forward, you have to look at Michigan in terms of these winning some of these battles. Let's bring on national recruiting analyst Sam Spiegelman. Sam, Michigan has also landed three-star offensive tackle Ben Roebuck from Lakewood, Ohio. He's a six-foot-seven, 340-pound big man. He announced his commitment on Wednesday afternoon, and there could be more to come. We're taking a look at Wolverine targets on commit watch. Let's start with four-star quarterback Jaden Davis. Sam, what are you hearing here as Michigan is trending heavily on the recruiting prediction machine at 90%? Yeah, and Michigan has been trending on the RPM for Jaden Davis, one of the top signal callers, one of the top uncommitted signal callers, rather, in the country. It's, it's you know, this is a critical junior day for Michigan last weekend. They had some of their top targets at the top positions on campus. Jaden Davis being the headliner. We've talked about this, Josh. Michigan, Clemson, Tennessee have been the, the staples in Jaden Davis's recruitment along with UNC, but it's always felt like Michigan was a team to beat after a, another sensational season, another college football playoff run for the Wolverines. After getting them back on campus, it feels like any day now is what we're hearing on Fitment Watch for Jaden Davis. Um, I like where Michigan stands. That leaves Tennessee, Clemson, North Carolina, and USC as one of those big programs still on the watch for quarterbacks in this class with Michigan kind of heading in the, in the right direction with their top quarterback. Yeah, and if you're going to land the number four quarterback in America, you better be able to protect him. They land Ben Roebuck on Wednesday. Now, tell me about four-star offensive tackle Blake Frazier because I see him trending on the recruiting prediction machine at a solid 89%. Right. The RPM might be um, trending in that direction for Michigan. I, don't, I wouldn't expect a decision anytime soon, but – what we know about Blake Frazier is his father played at Michigan. He's a legacy. His, his dad played with the Tom Brady, um, if you've ever heard of him, in Ann Arbor. Um, and Blake Frazier, of course, um, has been to campus um, probably as much as anyone, if, if more than any other campus in his recruitment. But I, don't, I wouldn't expect an announcement anytime soon. I think that Michigan is already you know, locked in for an official visit. He's heading back to Texas this weekend. He's been to LSU. He's been to Oregon. He's been to Florida. And he's been to Penn State. But I think in the long run, Michigan is going to be a hard team to beat for the legacy who is just on campus with Jaden Davis and his entire family, you know, that, that bleeds blue. But this is going to be an interesting recruitment to watch because there's a lot of national contenders, including, you know, Texas, where, he, where he's from. So that'll be a fun one to watch. All right, another big man, Max Anderson, top 200 on the on three industry rankings out of the state of Texas. Michigan again trending at 89% on the RPM. Yeah, this is also another interesting one because, again, he was on campus 
Um, he's he's been really high on Michigan since they offered. He's he's close with Blake Frazier, who we just spoke about, to Texas offensive lineman. But but Michigan again has a lot of recruitment right now, especially up front. A lot of these recruits who potentially want to protect an elite quarterback like Jaden Davis, they're seeing Michigan contend for national championships and contend for Big Ten titles under Jim Harbaugh, who we know is back now for the long haul in Ann Arbor. I like you know, Max Anderson has already set his official visit to Michigan for June. I like where they're trending again, maybe not on commitment watch right now, but maybe long-term. Then to round out the list, we have four-star edge Brian Robinson. He's a top 150 prospect out of the state of Ohio. Again, we see Michigan trending at 89% on the RPM. Again, another statement recruitment. I expect him to take an official visit to Michigan. Probably not make a decision in the next four to six weeks, but right now Michigan again trending for another player at a position of need, Edge Brian Robinson. All right, Sam, now he's not on commit watch, but on three, number one overall recruit, Dylan Stewart, was on campus over the weekend for an unofficial visit, and he had this to say afterward. They are high on my list, Stewart said. I like the way they use me. I like the coaches. I like the opportunities. Their education is great. The opportunities you have there are awesome. When you're done there, you can have a great job and make a lot of money. It's perfect. I kind of agree with him. That does sound perfect. But, Sam, do you think that Michigan, a team that didn't land a five-star prospect in the 23 cycle, has a realistic shot at the number one overall player in America in 2024? Well, if you take him for his word, absolutely. I mean, he's from Baltimore St. Francis Academy. Michigan has recruited that area in the DMV at a very high level under Jim Harbaugh. And when now we know Jim Harbaugh is going to be there for the long haul. That's a team that's consistently competed for Big Ten championships. They've beaten Ohio State. You're talking about the edge position where Michigan has not only had success on the field, but per first round picks. That's what these kids care about. They care about going, competing for championships and then going to not only play in the big games on Saturday, but be in a position to get drafted in the first round come Sundays. And, and that's exactly what Michigan has done at a high level. He's already been to campus. And the only other known contender that we know is heavily involved right now with Dylan Stewart is Alabama. Now, Alabama is not hard, is not easy to beat. But we know, do we think that Michigan can contend? Absolutely. I think it's already he's already putting it out there publicly that Michigan is going to be a stalwart in this recruitment moving forward. All right, Michigan fans, recruiting's heating up, and we're going to cover it all here at On3. Do me a favor, hit that subscribe button for me right now. Subscribe to the On3 YouTube page. I'd appreciate it. Sam, before I let you go, we got Michigan fans really excited about some of these names. Do you have anybody else out there that you would watch for that Michigan's trending on? Yeah, I just put in an RPM for Marion Stewart. He's been a longtime wide receiver target. So we're talking about Jaden Davis, their top quarterback target, a couple of their big targets up front in the offensive line. Well, how about a pass catcher for Jaden Davis to potentially throw to? Um, Amarion Stewart has been to Michigan more than any other campus in his recruitment. Now, there are some new teams getting involved here. Wisconsin is, is making a run at him. Yeah. Obviously, we know they have a new coaching staff that loves to throw the ball over there in, in, in Madison. Let's see how that goes. He's expected to visit Wisconsin and also Tennessee. Um, they're all going to have to beat the Wolverines, who, you know, we talked about that big junior day visit they had last weekend. Amarion Stewart's going to be in Ann Arbor this weekend. My RPM is on the Wolverines as the team to beat with one of the best for the Midwest. All right. Well, that's it today for Michigan Talk, but I have a feeling there's more fireworks on the way. Thanks, Sam.
one. Ohio State currently sits at number four overall in the on three industry team rankings, but the Buckeyes are just getting started. Let's take a quick look at who Ohio State is trending for right now on the recruiting prediction machine. The recruiting prediction machine, or RPM as you'll hear us call it. The RPM is the industry's first algorithm and machine learning-based product to predict where recruits will attend college. We got some important battles here that Ohio State leads for, including a few against Big Ten rivals like Bryce West out of Cleveland, Ohio. The Buckeyes lead the Wolverines by several car lengths here. Aaron Scott is another one that Ohio State and Michigan are going head-to-head -head on. Right now, OSU is way out front. Then you look at the Armstrong Twins from Lakewood, Ohio. The Buckeyes with a sizable lead over Penn State. Let's bring on national recruiting analyst Sam Spiegelman. Sam, the Buckeyes will have some big-time prospects on campus nearly every weekend during spring football. In this weekend, five-star Texas cornerback Kobe Black is in Columbus for the first time. He's the number two-ranked quarterback cornerback in the country. So what do the Buckeyes need to do with this trip to remain a legit contender in his recruitment? We've talked a lot about Texas and Oklahoma here, but what about the Buckeyes? Yeah, you know, Ohio State is able to go into Texas year in and year out and pluck a handful of some kids that, that elect to go out of state that don't want to play for Texas or A&M or Oklahoma or TCU and whatnot. Um, and Kobe Black has has been wanting to get out of state and explore his options. This will be his first time in Columbus, so I think it's a big opportunity for Ryan Day, for Tim Walton to finally open his eyes. I think Kobe Black is, is beginning to uh, go into that trend. He's going to see Ohio State. He wants to see Alabama. He wants to see LSU. He also wants to see USC, along with Texas, along with Oklahoma. Those are the, kind of the schools that have been at the top for Kobe Black. But this visit certainly looms large as he explores his options and gets his first look at Columbus with, around these coaches that have been recruiting him for some time. Yeah, and then next weekend, another five-star DB, Charles Lester. He'll be making his first visit to Columbus as well. Can the Buckeyes go toe-to-toe -to -toe with FSU, UGA, and Alabama for Charles Lester? Well, we're going to find out because unlike Kobe Black, Charles Lester is a little bit further along in his process. We kind of know that his top group, it starts with Florida State, which is trending on the RPM. My pick is on Florida State with Charles Lester from Sarasota, Florida. But, you know, Alabama is still in the mix very heavily. So is Georgia. And he's been wanting to get to Ohio State. They've been recruiting him for some time. There's been a reason he hasn't made a commitment at this point in the cycle. This visit looms large to determine if Ohio State can stick with the Florida States, the Georgias and Alabamas of the world with Lester. All right. Earlier this week, Ohio State was dealt a blow on the recruiting trail when running back Jordan Marshall out of Cincinnati, Ohio, chose Michigan over Ohio State. Now, it looks like the Buckeyes are going to turn their attention to top 10 running back James Peoples out of San Antonio, Texas. You've been writing a lot about him, reporting on James Peoples. He's a top 10 back in America. What are the Buckeyes' chances here? Yeah, Jordan Marshall was at the top of Ohio State's board. They were dealt a little bit of a blow to an arch rival this week, but they're still in a really good spot with James Peoples. I've logged an RPM for the Buckeyes here, and he's about to make his first visit up to Ohio State at the end of the month. It's going to be a multi-day visit. What you don't know about Peoples is he's actually not from San Antonio. He's not from Ohio. He's born in Germany. He's a military kid. Um, he's been all over the country. He's got family all over Ohio and, and Cleveland near Columbus. So they're going to join him on this multi-day visit. He's also locked in his first official visit to see Oklahoma and then Ohio State in June. So that's two visits on the docket for Peoples. Tony Alford, Ohio State's famed running backs coach, 
which is making him a top priority. They've connected on a really deep level. And then with Marshall off the board, I expect the Buckeyes to go all in for Peoples, one of the best running backs in the country. Do you think Peoples is looking to make a spring or summer decision, or is he going to take this thing to distance? Well, you know, he's, he's, he's put together his spring visits. He's going to get to Ohio State for the first time. He's going to get back to Texas and Oklahoma for their spring games. And then he's going to take those summer officials. I'd expect him to have his mind made up before he begins his senior season in the summer. All right, Sam. Well, we're going to be talking a lot more Ohio State as things heat up on the recruiting trail for the Buckeyes in April, May, and then, of course, into the summer months. Thanks, Sam. Are you looking for the Oklahoma Sooners in the on three industry team rankings? I couldn't find them. I checked this morning. They're not there. But don't worry. It's because Oklahoma right now doesn't have a single commitment toward the 2024 class, so they're not ranked. But that is about to change. After finishing with the top 10 class in 23, the Sooners have some serious momentum on the trail and could be in for another loaded class in 2024. Let's bring on national recruiting analyst Sam Spiegelman to talk about the Sooners on the recruiting trail. Sam, let's take a look at who exactly Oklahoma has momentum with right now. And there's some studs. You got five-star defensive lineman Williams Winari, five-star defensive lineman David Stone, five-star corner Kobe Black, four-star defensive lineman Nigel Smith, and four-star wide receiver Bryant Wesco. Sam, when do you think Oklahoma is going to start climbing up the rankings? Meaning, where are all the commitments, Sam? Yeah, those are uh, that's a lot of star power that uh, that's on that list. But um, listen, it's it's still really early in the in the spring. There's a lot of a lot of junior days that that Oklahoma staff is just starting to have. But I'm starting to look in April next month um, at the Oklahoma spring game, where you're going to see a lot of these names back on campus. Um, you know, you look at the names on this list. Those are a lot of five stars with Williams Nowary, David Stone, Kobe Black. Those are guys that do not make their decisions very early on. Now, um, those are you know, more of the four stars in the, on that list. Again, those are some of the top names in the country. Those are five stars and high four stars. But I would expect momentum to start picking up when these visits start to turn into second and third visits, also official visits in the spring, looking at next month's spring game when they're going to have a lot of a lot of these names, a lot of other big names on campus for those commitments to start falling down. Yeah, let's circle back on this list. Let's start at the top with Williams Winery, the number one defensive lineman in America, number two prospect overall. He has official visits locked into UGA, Mizzou, and Oklahoma, but he's recently been at Georgia. He's set to visit Nebraska next. Where does Oklahoma stand in all of this? Well, my, my RPM has been on Oklahoma, and that's for the fact that he's been to, to Norman more than any other campus in his recruitment so far. You said it. he's from Missouri, and he's been to Oklahoma more than that. He's already locked in his OV back to Oklahoma. He's, he's just taken his first visit to Georgia. He's taken his first visit to LSU. Um, Tennessee is, is all but assured an official visit down the line from the wary as well. So listen, Oklahoma has its work cut out for them, but Oklahoma is about to go to the SEC and they're going to have to beat out a lot of these SEC stalwarts like LSU and Georgia to get a commitment from this elite defensive lineman. But Oklahoma has a defensive line oriented coaching staff with Brent Venables at the top down to Miguel Chavis and Todd Bates. And if they're going to win another heated recruitment like they did with Peyton Bowen a year ago, it's going to be with Nwari, and they're going to have to beat out big guys like Tennessee and Georgia to do so.
Yeah, and then the next name on this list, five-star David Stone out of IMG Academy. This isn't going to be an easy battle either. You got Michigan State trending on the recruiting prediction machine. He's taking he's taking one visit to Miami. Another one's coming up soon. Where's Oklahoma stand with David Stone? Well, I, I like where the Sooners have been with David Stone. I actually like where they're heading with David Stone. You talked about the team that's trending on the RPM. That's Michigan State. That's where my pick is currently on. But Michigan State has lost two key cogs in the machine that's been recruiting him for so long. Brandon Jordan just took a job with the Seattle Seahawks. Mario Coleman, their defensive line coach, just took a job with his alma mater at Georgia Tech. Now that's opened the door for for other schools to enter the the picture with with David Stone, Oklahoma being one of them. Oklahoma is going to get an official visit. That's the hometown team for David Stone, who's originally from Oklahoma City, even though he plays – uh, for IMG Academy, Ohio State is heavily in the mix. That LSU and Texas A&M visit turned his head a bit, and he's again he's heading back to M- Miami, where Mario Cristobal believes in building from the trenches on out. But Oklahoma again has been a staple in his recruitment under Lincoln Riley. That's continued under Venables. I like where Oklahoma sits moving forward, and I think in the end they're going to be hard to beat for David Stone. All right, and then you got another five-star in here, Kobe Black. There's a lot of teams trying to pull him out of the state of Texas. What's OU's angle on Kobe Black? Yeah, OU and Texas are two of the two of the campuses he's been to quite a bit, along with Oklahoma State, where his brother plays. Um, he's talked about going out to visit Ohio State. He's talked about visiting LSU and Alabama, and he's talked about going out to USC to see L.A. and, and what Lincoln Riley and Alex Grinch have going out there on the West Coast. But again, Oklahoma, defensive-oriented team, defensive-oriented head coach. Um, Jay Valai just pulled off one of the biggest recruiting wins of the 2023 cycle, getting Peyton Bowen away from Notre Dame at the buzzer. Um, and he's, he's gung-ho about Kobe Black, one of the best defensive backs in the class for 2024. Um, Oklahoma State is a major contender, but Oklahoma really is pushing hard, and that might be easy for Dad to visit both schools. Brent Venables is taking the trenches seriously. He's making a priority. We're talking about all these studs at defensive line position. Now it's moved down to Nigel Smith, the number nine ranked defensive lineman in the country, 70th best player overall. You, OU is way out there in front on the recruiting prediction machine. Why is OU trending the way they are right now with Nigel Smith? They've been after Nigel Smith since he was an underclassman, and now he's finally going into his senior year, and the one staple in his recruitment left is, is Oklahoma. Notre Dame was a, was, a, was a major contender at one point. Um, Ohio State still is very much in the mix. Texas and A&M are both trying to get Nigel Smith from the DFW area back on campus at some point this spring. I expect that to happen. But Oklahoma has and continues to be a major factor with Nigel Smith. But Nigel Smith's going to be back on campus this spring. He's already been back in January. He's visited more than any of their campus. I like where they sit with Nigel Smith. I think it's a matter of time for the Sooners with one of the best in the country. All right, let's talk about Bryant Wesco. He is an on-three outlier, electric wide receiver out of the state of Texas. And on-three outlier means that on-three has him ranked higher than the rest of the industry. But I do think eventually the industry will catch up because Bryant Wesco is that dude. Uh, Why should Oklahoma fans be excited about him, Sam? Yeah, it's, you know, you talked about him being an on three outlier. Well, the the rest of the industry is catching up and, and on three was on him first. And um, yeah, his recruitment, even though he's a, as an outlier, it's just starting to pick up the pace. Mm-hmm. Um, Oklahoma has been a staple in his recruitment along with TCU. And he's coming off a visit to LSU and he's got strong 
family ties to Louisiana, but he's a DFW guy, which, which means he's developed a great rapport with Malcolm Kelly at TCU, and he's been a top target for, for Emmett Jones since Emmett Jones, um, a DFW guy, was at Texas Tech. Um, since Emmett Jones was hired as Oklahoma's wide receivers coach, he's already been to Oklahoma. I was told that was a needle-moving visit. I'm close to moving my RPM toward the Sooners, but I believe there's still a long ways to go Let's in his go. recruitment. We talked to, yeah, well, we talked about him visiting LSU. We talked about him visiting Oklahoma. Those are two major contenders now to watch along with TCU. And you can see the Alabamas and the other major, you know, national contenders getting involved with Wesco down the line because he's an elite receiver you said he's that dude and everyone's going to want to have a chance clemson another team to watch with one of the best in the country out of midlothian texas all right if you're an oklahoma fan that checked the recruiting rankings this morning and saw that oklahoma doesn't have a single recruitment you got to be excited about some of the names that we're talking about here sam do you expect oklahoma to back to back their top 10 class with another top 10 class in 2024 do you think that they can do it Oh, yeah, 100%. Um, look at the names that we're talking about, and these are the names that are high on their board and, and down there. They have a lot of talent in the state of Oklahoma this year. Um, DFW is always a loaded hotbed for them. That's um, I don't think Oklahoma fans have anything to worry about, and I think when it's all said and done, they'll be in a very good spot in the, in the big picture. Yeah, the results aren't there yet, but Oklahoma, they're putting in the work with some of these top prospects in America. Sam, thanks for checking in on the Inside Scoop. Thank you for watching. Make sure you smash that subscribe button for me and remember to check out all the videos on the On3 YouTube page.